You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is executive producer Lawrence Coletti. What you're about to hear is called a Darwin Talk, which is a five-minute, thought-provoking session featured at Evolve Law's Client-Driven Technology Solutions event, which took place at our home studios in Denver, Colorado. We now cut to that program already in progress. And um, at Evolve Law, we do something called a Darwin Talk, and it is a five-minute, thought-provoking talk. And um, do you have your clicker to... Okay, so uh, we don't time people, but it's supposed to be five minutes, and then afterwards you can come up and uh, say what you think about it. And we'll continue networking, and please come take some of the beer tickets, and um, we can, I guess, leave the leftover beer tickets and get Calvin to honor them for quite a while here with the logic. Okay, <laughs> Okay. well, here we go with the Darwin talk. Thank you, Mary, and thank you, panelists. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen and attorneys. My name is Willie Ogrizali. I'm the CEO of Law Booth. I am not an attorney, but before all my credibility goes out the window, we do have an attorney co-founder who went to Michigan Law. He's reviewed the pitch. He's ensured that it is accurate. So, um, and I'm, not, I'm not here to talk about Law Booth. I'm happy to talk about that later. Tonight, I'm here to talk to you guys about the future of law and specifically some trends we're seeing in the industry and how lawyers are evolving or not evolving to adapt to these changes. So we're gonna start by talking about disruption at a pretty high level. And then we're gonna move on to some of the patterns that we're seeing to emerge across industries. We'll move over to a quick story uh, to give this all some context. Then we'll share some fun facts that, um, about some of the trends that we're seeing in the industry. And at this point in time, some of the lawyers in the audience might be getting a little overwhelmed, a little fearful of the future. So I'll share with you guys a little bit of a pep talk and we'll touch on some of the opportunity that's at stake for lawyers like you that aren't afraid of technology. Then I'll give some examples of firms who are embracing the change. And lastly, I'll give you guys some tips to survive or even thrive throughout the changing landscape. So, oh yeah, we have less than 10 minutes to get through all of this, so we're gonna be moving very quickly. So as many of you know, we are living in an age of a technological revolution. And it's very similar to the industrial revolution 200 years ago, in which industries that have existed for decades or centuries are being replaced. Only this time, instead of workforces and warehouses, the innovations are coming in the form of technology, apps, and websites. Oops, moving too fast. So across these disruptions in all industries, we're beginning to see some patterns emerge. And David Michella coined this term, the toy threat obvious cycle, that we're seeing across every single disruption. And what this means is that every disruption begins somewhere. It starts small. Generally, the technology at this point is pretty basic. It's more of a want to have than a need to have, and the only people really using it are the early adopters. Every disruption starts here. At this point in time, the incumbents in the industry generally view the innovation as more of a toy than a threat. And then as the innovation gains traction, it starts to steal away some market share from these incumbents, and the technology improves. At this point in time, the incumbents have a very important decision to make. This, is, this happens in every disruption. They can either embrace the technology and place a bet on the future, or they can fight the technology and work to maintain their status quo. So, of course, the technology, um, this trend continues. It almost never goes away at this point unless another innovation replaces it. And sooner, um, before you know it, what was once a toy is now the obvious choice for consumers. And the incumbents that chose to embrace the change reap massive rewards, while those who chose to fight it are displaced or they die, as we mentioned earlier. So, everybody here remembers Kodak. 
And many of you remember Kodak's glory days, when they dominated the film industry. In 1997, Kodak controlled 90% of the market for cameras and 85% of the market for film. Nobody thought Kodak was going anywhere. Ten years before that, a toy emerged. Do you guys know what that toy was? Digital cameras. What many of you may not know is that digital cameras weren't invented by a startup. They were actually created by Kodak engineers in-house. But at the time, management viewed it as a toy. They thought nobody would ever want to look at a picture on a television screen. But of course, as we all know, digital cameras gained traction, and they started to steal some market share. And then at this point, Kodak faced the decision. Do we place a bet on digital cameras, or do we fight to maintain our high margins that we're enjoying with film and camera? And as many of you know, they chose to prioritize margins over innovation, and 15 years later, they filed bankruptcy, and 50,000 people lost their jobs. So this example, I think, is very relevant because the legal industry, legal tech started as a toy, but now it's absolutely in the threat stage, and lawyers are facing a similar decision. So how do we know that um, the industry uh, is ripe for disruption? Well, in 2005, only 7% of individuals were using the internet to find an attorney, and friends and family vastly outweighed this. Less than 10 years later, these numbers have flipped. We now see the majority of individuals going to the internet as a primary destination for finding a lawyer. There are several reasons that this has happened. First of all, we as consumers are becoming more comfortable with technology. So with every disruption that occurs and every habit that changes, every process in our life that is now replaced with technology, we become more comfortable with technology. We even begin to expect technology throughout our lives. Of course, at the same time, the technology is improving. So in 2005, your options online for finding an attorney were probably very limited and you were better off using your friends and family. But 10 years later, there's a lot of new technology out there, and the technology's improved vastly. And now, if you go online, the tools that are available for free, even, are more efficient and accessible and informative than all of your friends and family combined. And this trend is not going anywhere. We see it continuing. So, the last piece of why we're seeing this is that when we become comfortable with technology, um, and it invades every other area of your life, when you encounter a process or an industry that doesn't meet your expectations for technology, we as consumers get pissed off. And this is where the real disruption comes from. So at the end of the day, consumers always win because they vote with their dollars to decide where the industry heads. And typically, you only need consumers to, in order for disruption to occur. But interestingly enough, we're seeing it happen on both sides in the legal industry, both from the consumer side and the attorney side, specifically with millennial attorneys. So attorneys graduating from law school are millennials, and they expect technology as well throughout their lives. So this explains why we're seeing one-third of lawyers, new associates, leave their law firm in three years, which is really a big problem for the law firms that are spending up to $250,000 to train new associates. And the reason for this is that attorneys, or yeah, associates, when they encounter a big law firm that's stuck in the past, this frustrates them. And they're willing to accept even lower pay um, to go work for a law firm that meets their expectations, a more progressive law firm. And the law firms that are capitalizing on this and are choosing to um, embrace these changes and try to attract these lawyers are attracting the top talent and retaining them. So it goes beyond just providing value to your clients. It's really an impact on the full firm. So, this is an opportunity. I know you guys might be feeling a little bit afraid, but there's a huge opportunity at stake, and you guys shouldn't be afraid, because just the fact that you're here makes me very confident that you are not the type of lawyers to get displaced.
So earlier we talked a bit about this. There's an opportunity just from the displacement, the lawyers that refuse to change. Um, this is going to create opportunity for the lawyers like you who are willing to embrace the changes. But like we mentioned earlier, the majority of this opportunity is going to come from the 80% of Americans who previously did not have adequate access to legal services and now do. Um, as prices go down and efficiency increases, more and more individuals are going to be able to hire a lawyer. And with every disruption, as um, the need becomes more accessible, we actually see these markets grow. And the final piece, which we also touched on in the panel, is that as we see um, access increase and efficiency increase, we're going to see the dynamics and the relationships between clients and attorneys evolve as well. And what I, what I think we're going to see is more ongoing and active relationships and more attorneys who are really playing more of an advisor role with the business. Um, and this is where the majority of the opportunity is going to come from. Here's some examples illustrating how after industries get disrupted, the opportunity grows four times, six times. So I think one firm that's doing a fantastic job of embracing the changes and being different is Modus Law. And they're based out of Boulder, Colorado. And um, Sean Stigler is their partner. And before starting Modus Law, back in September of 2013, Sean was at SWNB. He was a partner. And they were experiencing pretty stagnant growth. At, the po at that point in time, Sean recognized a growing opportunity for a different type of law firm. So he branched off and he started Modus two and a half years ago. And since then, by embracing technology, Modus has quadrupled in size and quadrupled the revenues. And furthermore, what I think is really fascinating is the impact this has had on the full firm level. So not only is Modus attracting some of the top clients, some of the coolest startups like Lawbooth and Boulder, but they are um, attracting some of the top talent and um, you know, the, some of the top young attorneys across the US who are not just great top tier attorneys, but they're savvy technologists. So I have no doubt that Modus is not only going to survive, but really thrive throughout these change, this changing landscape. So even the big law firms, the giant global law firms like Dentons, are some of them, at least, are recognizing this change as well. And um, Dentons, in fact, started their own accelerator program to um, produce technology. And they've created some technology of their own with the recent announcement of the Global Referral Network. So the fact that big law is embracing this um, shows that it's really a full spectrum thing. It's not just for the solo practitioners. It's not just for the big law firms. And again, it impacts the Dentons on a full firm level, um, which is evidenced by the fact that they just merged with Da Cheng in China, and they are now the largest law firm in the world. And this isn't happening because Dentons is, they're not growing because of the model of the past. They're growing because they're choosing to focus on being different and um, embracing the future. So, you don't have to be a huge law firm with a CTO or an accelerator program to thrive in these changes or really to embrace technology. Um, Mary Druetten's done a, a great job of creating Evolve Law, um, which makes it very easy for you guys to kind of go out there and find some of this technology. And so there's the easy way to embrace technology is to sign up as a user, test it out. I know there's some cool tech here, and I'm sure that if you talk to the founders, they'll hook up some free trials. But there's also the opportunity to get involved beyond just being a user. Um, so I'm sure, um, are there any, law, are any attorneys here who are interested in maybe getting involved with legal tech beyond just being a user, but maybe being an advisor or a team member or an investor? Anyway? Maybe, potentially, okay. So we're not sold yet. But there's big opportunity, not only for the lawyers who are embracing technology, but who are willing to be the drivers of this change. Um, and anybody can sign up. Um, I know we talked earlier about um, how it's important for technology to be easy, you know, easy for these attorneys to use, which we completely agree with. But 
over the past 10 years, technology has improved dramatically. And not only um, with ease of use, but also with security um, and attention to the regulations. And now that we have all these tools that are really built for attorneys, um, you can at least get out there and try it out. And lastly, what I'll say is, um, if, you, if you're willing to embrace technology and be open-minded, you will evolve. You will be able to reap the rewards of this massive opportunity. And you won't have to worry about getting displaced. But lastly, if there's no technology out there that you really like and that you think is the solution to the legal industry, I encourage you guys to get out there and start your own and to be the change that you'd like to see in the legal industry. So my name is Willie Ogrizali. Uh, I really appreciate you guys listening to my talk on the future of law. Um, happy to answer any questions um, if any of you disagree with me after this, or you can email me at willie at lawbooth.com. And pl quick plug for Congo, sorry, Lawbooth, we rebranded recently. Um, if you use the code EvolveLaw, we're happy to provide $150 in credits towards our platform so you can try it out. That was awesome. Thank you so much. I am thinking in the future that we should do like a drinking game as part of like every time every time, some, embrace every, no, every time someone says evolve, oh, the word evolve. So thank you all That'd for coming game. tonight. Please stay and eat the rest of the meat and the cheese and drink the beer. And thank you again to our hosts. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Special Reports. This is Lawrence Coletti signing off. Until next time, thank you for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.